we fill it? So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red or white? A Zana blender burgundy. Drink wine. Spill I'm Jamie. And I'm CJ, and this is Drink, Drink Wine, Spill, Spill Tea. Tea. The podcast for, uh, wait. Yeah, go. The podcast for what? Talk about anything. Oh my god. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So, pour yourself a glass of wine. Put in your AirPods. And let's spill some tea. Cheers, Cheers to our good friend across the way. Kristen O'Connell, thank you so much for being on. Our own Shirley May. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm literally just smiling so hard right now. <laughs> it's been years. It really is. You're actually across the country from us. Yeah, what actually, time is it, it is 4:12. Oh my Cheers. god! And you poured yourself a glass of lemon cello in Lacroix. You've been in quarantine for like four days. So is time even yeah. relevant? It's right. not really. Yeah, I took a trip to Chicago to visit my new baby nephew, who I love. And, you know, to be safe, which we all should be right now, I isolated in our bedroom away from my husband, Sean, and my dog, Sammy. And oh, wow. I'm I'm free. I'm free. Yeah, it was... I'm free. Um, <laughs> Have you ever seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame where the guy comes out he's like, I'm free, I'm, I'm free. free. I'm and then free. he falls into like the trap and he's like... Dang it. Damn it. <laughs> I've it? seen it, but I don't think I would remember. Like, oh, we gotta watch it together. Like that, that movie was my jam. Is it? Yes. That's very like it's... you. Why? I don't know. Like, I just feel like your favorite Disney movie would be The Hunchback of Notre It's that Robin Hood. What? <gasps> Robin Hood! I did like Hood. I liked Robin Hood. Kristen? When he's like, yes. Robin Hood, little John, running through the forest. <laughs> And the rooster that played the guitar. Yes, dee 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 My favorite one was always Hercules. Oh, well, That's so yes. mainstream. Shut up. I love that one, though. <laughs> love it. You're like, That's my you're, you're like the little, You're like the little hermit troll thing with the horns. Oh, wait. This, the oh. troll in Central Park? Oh, I love no, troll in Central Park. Oh. You're like little Pain and panic. Yeah. You're Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, no! Thank you, Kristen. My God, you see how we've bullied on this podcast? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so, wait, so you had the quarantine, so you isolated yourself from your husband and your dog? Wow. Yeah. You're an American hero. You know, I just, like, I I Googled the shit out of it, and I was trying to find loopholes to, like, see my dog, but the CDC was, like... Not her husband, her dog. (laughs) I know. I I feel so bad because I opened the door and I was like, Sammy. And then I was like, oh, hi, come here. <laughs> um, and yeah, the CDC is still like, we still don't really know how animals can carry it. So yeah, so it was really hard. But I did just like binge TV and just lay in bed. So. Did you watch anything good? I binged the morning show on Apple oh. TV+. Is that Plus. good? It's really good and i had heard mixed reviews so i was kind of like i don't know but it's so short Ooh, it is real good you may never like steve carell again which is really sad and i know that's a big deal for you jamie he's he's awful in it like a bad actor or like no great actor horrible character 
Yes. Like, bad. Like, just the, you realize how bad the person is. Okay, you know what? That's yeah. fine. As long as he's a good actor, he's I'll really always good. love him. You know what's so oh, cool yeah. about that? Reese Witherspoon has, and I didn't realize this at first, but she's, you know, she, like, produces a lot of her own work now, and she has never been nominated for any of the shows that she has produced on purpose. Like, she's, like, made it, like, a point to be, like, like, I don't want it. So, like, on the morning show, almost every single actor on the show is nominated, except for Reese. And at first I was like, wow, that's really shady because she's amazing. Like, it's Reese Witherspoon. But yeah. then I read something where she makes it, like, a point that if she is producing it, she doesn't want to be nominated. Like, she doesn't want to be, like, she doesn't want to get any sort of, like, accolade for it. And, like, oh. with, like, Little Fires Everywhere, Big Little Lies. Um, and Probably any of her movies. Yeah, yeah. That's... I was like, that's really point. cool. Go off. I love her. I thought you watched that show. Didn't you ask me for my Apple TV information? And you so never you gave it, it to me. I 100% <laughs> gave it to you. No. You never did. I don't know. If you I did think or not. I did. But I, um, I don't know. I can't imagine a world where I just didn't give it to you. I, I'll watch it. I'm watching... I mean, we talked about this, but I'm watching The West Wing right now, and I'm fully loving it. So yes, yes. I was supposed to watch that in my isolation, and I didn't. But I'm going to. It's a large commitment. Like, let me say, there's seven seasons, like forty to fifty minute episodes. Like, it's a commitment. But it, it, I've heard it's amazing, and there's going to be that new re, like revival sh- episode. Or yes, oh my gosh, there is. I've heard all about it. Yes, there is, and <laughs> I am quaking in my jeans. I am shaking in my boots. I cannot wait for it. You know what I just started last night because I, well, I finished, I didn't want to watch The Haunting on Bly Manor while I was, like, about to go to sleep. I was like, you know what, I'm going to save it. And I wanted to finish Shit's Creek today, which I did, and cried like a little homo baby. And so I was like, <laughs> I've heard that The 100 is really good on Netflix. And I was like, there are only a few seasons, so, like, I'll watch it. I went, there are seven seasons. And I was like, oh, oh my god, I thought the show like, just came show. out, like, two years ago. It's really, it's, yeah. like, it's very like alternate society kind of like mm. they had to like evacuate people to like another place because like the world was ending or like something like that. But it's people are like obsessed with it. So I'll let you know. I've only watched one episode, but it's really good. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, let us know. I will. So, Kristen, tell tell the fans briefly because we have beat a dead horse with this <laughs> summer. But you let us know. How do we know each other? Oh, my God. So about three years ago, summer of 2017, the three of us didn't know each other and just stumbled into a little place called Grand Lake, Colorado. Jamie and I were roommates. And I, at this point, had done three seasons there. So I was feeling a little bit like senior year like am I gonna be like the old lady like am I gonna like feel this I was playing an old lady too kind of but like the um, hot old lady <laughs> the cougar old lady she was Tanya the and Mamma Mia Tanya and Mamma Mia and Jamie and I we when we moved in we hit it off right away she shared her hummus with me we were quoting the office <laughs> by like Yellow hour lentil. one yellow lentil hummus she introduced it if you haven't tried it go run to your local grocery store um and then cj popped over was like what y'all doing let's be friends cj i actually remember you and i chatting at the bonfire that night and just like this just the sweetest i remember 
remember that too. Yeah, yeah. We was, I forget what bonfire. I mean, we had so many bonfires, but I do remember that there was like one where you guys graced us with your presence. The alums. <laughs> there were a few bonfires where you weren't there, but that's okay because you eventually she was came sleeping, and you know? realized that we were not <laughs> demons. And no! so we we did. We had like a cute little chat, and I I remember like we were each sitting in like our separate like little like those like chairs that almost reclined a little bit, and we were like having like, our blankets like wrapped around us. We were drinking our wine, and we were just like chatting. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, love her. And it was just like, I mean, within moments, the three of us. Immaculate like, conception. It really was. <laughs> I, our fourth day there, we were all getting margaritas. And Chrissy goes, you know what? I want to invite you to my wedding. And I was like, I'm there. And you know what? I went. And I it was beautiful. Yes. I cried when she walked down the aisle. She was the most stunning bride. We were invited to the wedding and me and Jamie were supposed to be dates, but I couldn't go because I was doing a really stupid contract that I shouldn't have done in the first place <laughs> and I regret it until the day I die that I missed Kristen O'Connell's wedding to do a bastardized version of Songs for New World You know Hamlet. what she said to me? I was like, I was like, so like, what's the food? She was like, it's gonna be an Italian buffet because who doesn't want an Italian buffet? Exactly. And I was like, no one doesn't want that. That's the best. You can't beat that. No, you really can't. I was like, if I'm going to pay for this thing, I want it to be exactly like, like, love my guests. But honestly, I just want pasta all night. So totally. like, that was what was important. And then open bar and just like nonstop dancing. And I think, I think it, it worked out that way. It was, it was so it great. Was the bar. most fun ever. A but wedding without an open bar is absolutely is so real. Um, don't even have a wedding. Don't but go, yeah. Grand Lake is really special to you because that's where you met your husband, right? Oh, yes. First summer when we were little babes. Yeah, we we met doing Anything Goes and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to know the story though. Yeah, this come is on. a good yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, story. Yeah, we're spilling the tea. We're spilling the tea. So actually, the tea tea was that I came to Grand Lake with a boyfriend. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I, I was waiting I for that. I knew that detail and I know something about a twin bed. Oh, twin, it bed. twin bed. It was the twin bed that I slept in. Oh, yes, the twin yeah, bed. We'll, we'll get to there. Well, and also, yeah, so, I mean, if you y'all have been to Grand Lake, some of the listeners probably have, and um, you get those really shiny, lovely rose-colored glasses on. And in this case, it worked out, but it's like, it's Brigadoon. Like, you get there, you fall in love with every person that you meet, and you're like, this is going to be forever. And so I met Sean, and I was already on the rocks with my boyfriend. I was like, okay, 12 weeks of us not doing well. I can't handle this. But I didn't think I would meet my future husband. I was like, cool, let's have a fling, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then he um, he was like, I'm going to Chicago for grad school, and I'm quitting being an actor after this. I was like, oh, okay, great. I'm going back to Chicago, too. And so then eight years later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and wait, when was the moment that you knew you loved him? Honestly, it was it was probably like by the second opening night. Like oh, we wait, we no, like it's it's the story of the song you walked down the aisle to. Oh, oh my god. Okay, yes, that oh, you're you really your life. I just my mind is a steel trap of friendship nuggets. Like oh. I remember 
Like, I hope you know that about with an iPhone, though. Yeah, of course I will. If you tell it to me. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, we, don't, we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Haven't, haven't yet. So I think it was like it was like a like a couple weeks in or I don't know, end of, you know, end of rehearsal process. And, um, and I couldn't sleep. And so I was like doing a little text, like nighttime text, like, Hey, what you doing? And he was at Judy's house, which I don't know if you guys have talked about Judy's house, but it's, it's the big basically old cabin that we all stayed it's in. Like it was the like frat 14 house. people. Yeah. It was, heard about yeah. it. It's disgusting, but it's magical. But it's magical. Um, so we were both living there and he was downstairs and he ended up quitting acting to be a composer. So he was working on a song and I came downstairs and was like, what you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm writing this song. Like I just finished it. Do you want to hear it? And I was like, sure. What's it called? He's like, it's called Beneath the Stars. And he played it. And I swear to God, I fell in love with them in that moment. And and it ended up being, no, on piano. And no, it was like on his computer. Oh, cute. So he was like editing it. And um, it was the song that I walked down the aisle to. You walked down the aisle to the song that your future husband wrote? And sed- like and seduced her with. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, <laughs> that is a big dick I'm energy. You, Go off. That's why I remember that. Because when she told that story and then she walked down the aisle to it, I was a sobbing mess. Sean. Wow. That game. <laughs> He got game. game. Yeah. So I still love it so much. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So cute. I love that. So you came with a boyf and that wasn't working. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. So what was the inciting incident? <laughs> uh, God, I really, I don't think he listens to this. I hope not. But I can almost well, promise you I can almost that he won't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Unless, so, unless it's like uh, my roommate. yeah (laughs) so he was two years younger than me he was in college and I was out of college so that's already kind of like we're on we're in different different playing field um and he didn't really want me to take the job because it was long distance for four months which like I get um but yeah but uh, same face CJ (laughs) um but but like also like but like you're 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 an actor too, which yeah. is, yeah. And so, um, so every night, and you guys know the schedule, the schedule at that theater is crazy. Like nine to nine for five weeks straight opening shows. Like you don't have time to do anything. So after rehearsal, I was trying to like make friends with people, you know, not be like a pariah, you know. And bond with the people. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and not want to be the girl known as like the person that's always on the phone with her boyfriend, you know? Right. So, and he was like, why aren't you calling me? Why aren't you calling me? And like, there were all these pictures of like me with castmates. And he's like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? And it wasn't even Sean, ironically, it was like some guy, some weird guy. And so so probably. And so he was, he was just, it was crazy. And I was like, I cannot handle this. I was like, I, I had intended to be like, can we just like revisit this when I come back? Because obviously you can't handle this right now. And then he, at one point was like, I booked a hotel to come stay, stay. And I was like, okay, we're, we're not, you're not really getting it. Like, I, I, I I don't want you to come, (laughs) but like, he's fine. Cause he's like on the Lamez tour and it's fine. So like, (laughs) and like, and the irony is too, is that when you're an actor and he probably gets this now, like he's, he's traveled all over. He's done tons of theater. Like he's super successful. And it's like, but you didn't want your girlfriend to right. to go follow her dreams. So 
I hope he has learned that sexism. Sexism. It's like, bitch, I'm not going to stay home and make you dinner. Okay. No, absolutely yeah. not. I'm going to drink and find a man who will write a song that I'm going to walk down the aisle to. <laughs> and you know what? She did. And she did, bitch. And I honestly, obviously I felt, I felt guilty because it does look really bad to like start with a boyfriend and leave with a different boyfriend. But then once we got married, I was like, I met my husband. Like, exactly. it's fine. It's and fine. I think that that's something that we like learn at like a young age is like bad with, you know what I mean? But like circumstances happen and like situations happen and like what, like you never would have met your husband the man that you ended up sp- that you're spending the rest of your life with, if not for that situation. So it's like that guy wasn't supposed to be it. I'm also right. not trying to like get up on my soapbox or anything. But get up on but it. Thank you. You help me up there. Yeah. I don't think it would have like that. It would even be a question if you were a dude. Absolutely. Like, if you were a dude. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. He, like, found, like, a girlfriend there that he loved more. No, the fact that, like, I just think, yeah, it is modern-day sexism, and that has to end. Who Like, even if that wasn't your husband and you didn't find your husband there, who cares? You lost feelings for someone. Yeah, you found new friends with this person. You're staying true to yourself. Why do you have to, like, keep that inward or subdue that? Like, you follow your heart. I was going to say what was, and then, and then we will stop talking about your husband, I promise, because this is awful. about you. But I just want to know, because I am addicted to it. How did it, was that the song? Is that when you were like, started being like interested in him? Or was there like already like a spark before then? And what, what caused that spark? What was like the first like, oh, this is something? Well, I am definitely 100% that theater bitch that like falls in love that see sees the the cute lead and is like attracted to talent and he was playing two leads that summer and I was like so I noticed him but then also he was like the nice guy that like you know he had a car and like nobody else had a car so he like (laughs) he like drove us to the grocery store you know and so like we would like go to the grocery and I'd be like oh he's really nice and then like I'd watch him perform and be super dreamy and then like in the evenings like you just have these we had a lot of arrogant straight men that summer and he was just super chill too so i think that helped because i was like definitely yeah um so i think it was just kind of slow slowly building but probably probably seeing him perform honestly i love that that's all i needed to know no i I love it i just love i remember like that for some reason like you meeting your husband there was it's like it's like burned in my mind of like how magical that place really is because it does like i mean granted like you're like the grand like like rom-com love story you really like are. you really are like you guys are like icons of grand lake like i remember like knowing that you were engaged like the very first day because we um when we did like that cabaret like to preview the season and they like said like and she's engaged like blah blah and I was like oh my god that's so great and then I found out that it was somebody that had worked there I was like oh my god that's so magical (laughs) and like even after like everything happened like all the people that were in their like little relationships that summer like it felt like everyone while I think every single one of them didn't last like it felt like there was like hope that all of them would which is what made it kind of special and like even more magical and like sure like they didn't work out but like for a while they were really you know special you know and so it's like that thing and I always remember that oh no I love reliving it because 
it's just it's just so fun and I love that place and I love you guys. Oh god. Thank oh, no. you. <laughs> Did you spell? <laughs> Drunk at 4:30. Great. Um <laughs> so um you mentioned going back to Chicago. Um and you went to college in Chicago and stayed in Chicago as an actor for a wee bit, yeah? Yeah, so I before Grand Lake I went to Roosevelt then after I came back I stayed for like three three years and did theater in Chicago which is awesome Chicago is so great if you guys you guys have both been to Chicago right yes yeah I live like not that yeah. far from Chicago so I went all the time as a kid. oh right yeah 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 um and then and then Sean was in the midst of his graduate degree being a film composer, and he got an internship out in L.A. And he was like, at that point, we'd been together, I think, like two and a half years. And he was like, do you want to come with me? He's like, like, no pressure, but like, I have to go out here. And I was like, you know, I've been in Chicago now for like seven years. Let's let's do it, you know, Um and I was nervous because I was like, I had no intention of moving out here. In my mind, I had all the like LA cliches, but been out here six years now and I love it. I really do. Besides wow. the smoke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, oh my God, I didn't we'll really. talk about that. But I didn't realize you were out in LA for that long. I thought it was, I thought you'd only been out there. Well, I guess we've known you now for three years. I don't realize how fast time is moving, but I thought you'd only yeah. been out there for like a year. A year when we met her. Yeah. Well, technically, so I technically moved in 2014. Um, and then, but immediately January of 2015, I moved to Japan for nine months. Oh, right. You guys That's love to talk about. That? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about Wait, we Japan. have to talk about this really quickly. Just so everyone knows, Kristen is the bitch who walks into L.A. her first audition and books Disney in Japan. (laughs) Like, that's how dreamy, Disney-esque, princessy, talented she is. is. She's, like, just, like, a little, like, soprano princess. You are. Okay, so let's talk about that experience. So you had just packed up from where you had lived for, like, seven years and moved to L.A. completely different. And mm-hmm. the contrast of that, and then you had to move to Japan. What was that? What was that experience? It was it was wild. I so prior to that, I <laughs> kind of off topic, but I started getting back spasms, um, and I discovered through that experience that they were stress induced because the the day I moved to LA. I got there and I had a crazy back spasm in Walgreens. And I was like, what's going on? The only place Probably. you could possibly have a back spasm. I know. And I literally was like, and then I got it right be- right after I had accepted the contract for Japan. And I was like, oh, maybe these things are connected. Like life altering experiences equals back spasm. But, um, but yeah, it was crazy because I had just moved out here with Sean and I was like nervous, but I was super excited to like for us to like do this thing together. And yeah, I went to the Tokyo Disney call and was like, I I don't think I'm going to get this. I don't think I'm really right for this, but it was close by. And I was like, I should probably just go to just like get my foot in the door. And so then when like they do that little thing where they like pull you into the room and they like take your measurements and stuff, I was like, oh, fuck, like this might happen. And then when I heard, I got the call, I actually started crying, but not for good reasons. I was like, Sean, I said, I, I think I have to move to Japan. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and he was like, 
that's awesome. He was like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't know. And then he was like, well, you have to do it. And again, since we're talking about how amazing Sean is, he was like, you have to go. Like, it's going to be amazing. But obviously, long distance is forking hard, you know, so. Um, But yeah, I was like, I'm going to do this crazy thing. And I'll never forget the night that I landed. I was in this like, very sterile apartment that like I just moved into. I didn't have anything in it. And I was so jet lagged. So I stayed awake till like 4am. It was just like staring out the window. And I was like, wow, I live here now. This is really weird. And how long were you there? Nine months. Uh, for nine months. Oh, she said it like no. a thousand times. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Was there a baby in that time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> babies were born. Yeah. And so, did you? Just kidding. She does not have a child. <laughs> I don't have a child. And so, did you learn how to speak the language while you were there? Like, was that something that was hard? Yeah, beforehand, I tried, I did like a whole like program on my computer. And I was like, I'm ready to go. Of course, those programs don't teach you anything that you need to learn. Like they teach you like, whale and spider. I'm like, what am I going to use that? Um, (laughs) I would would be like, look, that whale, which I don't remember now, of course. But, um, (laughs) but, (laughs) but yeah, it was hard because, I did end up learning and I wasn't great, but I could speak it conversationally because one of the shows that I did, I was the only English speaker in the whole building. And so all the other performers, stage managers, you know, were only spoke Japanese and some of them spoke a little bit of English, but I didn't expect them to, you know, like why should they? But it was so humbling because I would just like sit and we'd all eat dinner together and they would just like talk back and forth and I'm a talker, as you know, and I was like, I can't engage, I I can't do anything. I just have to sit here. This is so hard. But, um, but it was really good. It was good. It helped me learn to listen a little bit more. (laughs) You are a really good listener, honestly. Thank you so much. And And what shows were you in there? Like, what kind of shows did you do? I was at... Um, it was called the Diamond Horseshoe Saloon. So I was your token. Truly, I was platinum blonde. Um, and <laughs> it was, it was, so the lunch, the, we would switch off from like doing a lunch show that was Toy Story themed, which was amazing. And then the night show was like super glam, a little bit more Broadway style starring Mickey Mouse, which I was very starstruck every night, even though I knew it was a tiny Japanese woman. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I knew too. But yeah, so, but it was hard. It was fucking hard. Like people at theme parks, like, and CJ, you can speak to this. Like Mm -hmm. it's such an underrated job and you like you, like we did three shows a day and back to back. Yeah. And like, I don't think my voice has ever been stronger, but also I couldn't wait to take a break because right. I was like, I can't do this. This isn't sustainable. You, you really realized how much you can do on such, like, so, on so little, um, whether it be, yeah. like, energy, sleep, the physicality, like, anything like that, food. It's really crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's you have to build up so much stamina and people really underestimate that because it, it's really not. I mean, I, I think your experience was a little bit more glamorous than what mine was. But like <laughs> working at a theme park is the farthest thing from glamorous. But you have to work so hard. So it's like so hard. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting yeah. dichotomy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, um, but I mean, it just amazing. Like the country is so incredible. A couple of the, the performers like ended up coming to my wedding. Jamie, you probably met them. I did meet them. Which was so, they're just like some of the most beautiful people. They made us like a DVD of them all saying congratulations for our wedding. <laughs> and like, like, all, like most of them came to the airport to see me off on my last day. Like, just like the nicest humans ever. And, um, and it just, yeah, just wish wasn't so far away and expensive. <laughs> oh, is it more expensive there? Oh, actually, like, living there, it wasn't, but just all the flights. Like, it's just, like, oh, impossible yeah. to get a cheap flight, you know? Um, right. But, but, That's yeah. so cool that you lived there, though, for so long. Who walks in to a new state and the first audition, they book it? It's so cool. Okay, so you come back from Japan. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know what it's like doing theater in L.A. Because I know... A lot of my friends out there are like in the film world, but I they went to um, like theater school with me, and they talk about how like the like film is so different and theater is just so different and like looked at as like different. It's like a different world. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting because the Chicago theater scene is like is pretty is great, but it's pretty clicky. Like it's like you get in with those theaters, you're in great, amazing. And I know a lot of theater communities are like that. But um, Chicago is like, if you can't get your foot in the door, you're kind of just like stuck on the outs for a while, which is really frustrating. But LA, it almost it's not that it's not like there's some incredible theaters, like there's some small ones. And then there's like some big musical theater houses. But um, it feels like a little bit more low stakes. Like everyone is just doing it because they love it because there's really no money in it out here. Like some places like you can, but you're going to have another job, you know? So nobody's like kidding themselves that they're like, I'm going to work full time in musical theaters. So I know this sounds really bad. Like it sounds like I'm putting it down, but everyone is just so happy to be doing it that you don't really get a lot of the like jaded sort of like, egos like Mm -hmm. uh, every every theater experience I've had out here everyone is just so excited and like ready to work together which is which is it sounds like that should be how theater is but you we know it's not like that um so it's really like I think like you can work consistently out here you know if there's anybody listening that's like thinking of moving like you can if all you want is like to just do theater as like your passion and just like, but also knowing that you might have to do something else too at the same time, I think it's a great place because it's just, there's a lot of options and it's, I I do think it's easier to break in to the community out here. So I don't know. And to supplement acting, um, you teach yoga, correct? Yes, I did pre-COVID. So we'll see when um when group fitness comes back. But um but yeah, that that's been like I feel really lucky that I can do that as like my side hustle because it's actually really, really fun. Um but um yeah, so I taught at Core Power Yoga. <laughs> um and but yeah, just, what inspired you to become a yoga instructor? I it was actually <laughs> another really weird story. Um I, my first show that I booked after Japan was a production of Oklahoma. And I, have I told you guys a story? Maybe. Did you break your foot? 
Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. Yes. We lived together. Oh like, how do you remember this? Yeah, we would spend days laying two inches apart in awful twin beds and just. just I talked talk. about this. We just did an episode with Jay, and oh, I talked did? about all the times that we would be like, "Okay, good night," and then we'd talk for two hours, and then I'd be like, "Good night, really," and fall asleep immediately. And I slept in your be bed. Yes, and, and to veil. Oh, that's right. And and then all those mornings that we're like, we're going to go on a hike. And then we end up just laying in bed. And then we went and got bagels. And then we went back and laid in bed. Remember that one time when we all went to get Chinese food? Yeah. Went you Did after. <laughs> she was like, yeah. It was the day after I had, I think it was the day after I had my seizure. Oh, my God. the first time. And you guys were so sweet. And that's why I remember. Oh, you, yeah. You weren't even there for that time. So oh, this was the first time. So don't time. act like it was painful for you. All right, you then it was fine. Yet. Oh my god, and at the sagebrush, right? You, uh, no. yes, that was where the first yeah. time I had oh. my seat. Yeah, and you guys texted me, and you were like, "Do you just like want to go get food or like something?" And I was like, "Yes." And so you guys drove oh. me and like my little like decrepit like sad body in the back of the car, like yes. looking out the window, like. Uh, and oh you took me god. to get Chinese food with who was our stage manager? Amy. Oh, mm, Amy. Yeah. Yes. No, um, whatever her name oh was. I was going to say Meg. Oh, okay. So, sorry. Back to yoga. Um, so, yeah. So, I I rehearsed Oklahoma, and then at the end of Act 1 of opening night during the Dream Ballet, I broke my foot prancing with a basket. R.I.P. Um, Oklahoma. <laughs> um, but, well, so, I broke my foot. The revival I, was it, so good. It was, but I do. I want. I it was supposed to come here on tour. The revival. I think that was like the best revival I have ever seen. Oh, really? I thought that was amazing. Once on this island, I thought was. Oh, once on this island is incredible. But same theater. Everything in that theater is amazing. Anyways, back to your yoga. Yeah, sorry. We're oh no no no. Oh, I miss theater. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So I broke my foot, and they were like, "You're going to be off it for eight weeks." And I was like, "Oh." And it was it was horrible. Like if you've broken any bones and can't do anything for yourself, it's horrible. And um. And so I was like, you know what? My leg was like really weak, and I was like, "Oh, I'll take yoga teacher training because they force you essentially to take all these classes to for your training." So I did it to to strengthen my leg again. But then I was like, "Oh, I actually really like this. Maybe I'll." teach it and then and then I did <laughs> you taught us a class didn't you yeah so in at grand- the beginning oh, of yes. rehearsals in Grand Lake we do a half hour of warm-ups and different people can lead it and I remember you would do yoga with us which was awesome and you'd also do an arm workout with us that would oh yeah us. the arm workout was good yeah I remember the first yes, one no that way. we did like one of the first um warm-ups we did in that 30 minutes was that one of the Zumba classes yes and everyone yes. taught, like everyone like did their thing. It was, it was so cool. But I just remember your yoga class, and I was like, "That's so cool that like, you know, because I feel like that's a job that you can also enjoy. Yeah, you know, it's not like working at a restaurant. A it's not too. working at a retail store. Mm-hmm. It's something that's physical and stimulating. And I think that's such such a a perfect job." Yeah, it. I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't pay as much, obviously, as like waiting tables and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I I had done like like right when I moved to LA, I started working at a cookie shop, and um, and it was really fun. But we also had to like mop the floors and 
like all the do the dishes. And I was like, I literally, I think I, I, I'm too old for this. Like, yeah. I, you, you can cut that out if it sounds privileged, but no, I just, I don't know. Especially after like having <laughs> so much like, like broken my foot, back injuries, you know, she's just, she's just falling apart, you know? So I was like, I can't be, I can't be mopping like all no. the time. <laughs> I cannot possibly be asked to mop as well. I could yeah, possibly. I want to ask you, since you're out in LA, have you ever thought about, doing film or trying to get into the film world i've actually been thinking a lot about it more so now because film filming is actually sort of starting up sorry this lemoncello oh girl it is strong um so (laughs) so i'm filming is starting up theater is not and probably not for a while um Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about it and I did, when I first got out here, I did some background work, which was just fascinating, like just people watching city and just being on set was really interesting because I had never done that. Um, And I think the craziest thing that ever happened when I was in background was for a Google Pixel commercial. And I, they just, they don't really tell you anything. They just say, show up bring these kinds of clothes and we'll tell you what to do. Well, there was only like three people in the commercial and they had hired me to carry a sofa with a person on it (laughs) in booties, like small heel booties. And I was like, and I was like, I was excited at first because I was like, oh, I'm actually going to be in this commercial. That's pretty cool. But then I was trying my hardest to lift this sofa with like, Oh, like a tall woman on it and I couldn't do it. And you could tell everyone on on set was getting really anxious because they were like, we need to hurry. But clearly someone didn't do their job and hired this girl to do this. And so finally they were like, okay, okay, you can't do this. It's fine. It's fine. And you'll come back and be in this barbecue shot. And I was like, okay. So then we did this barbecue shot with like three of us, like out in someone's backyard, like pretending to be like friends. And I was like, I'm in this commercial getting paid minimum wage, which was weird. And I never saw it again, but it, that's the, that's the tweet. Oh, it never, <laughs> that's, that's a tweet. tweet. Wait, so it never aired? I think it was on like Snapchat ads, but I feel like oh, you, cool. you kids who still have Snapchat, do you still have Snapchat? Is that a thing? Um, no. I, I use my Snapchat to literally send daily Snapchats to people that I've, snapchatted every day for over a thousand days oh you gotta keep your because i have pride (laughs) but and but that is literally it i do not know what a snapchat story is anymore but all of my memories on snapchat are of grand lake so i guess i actively used it then who knew? Yes, you guys got me to use it. And so I kept it to see if that commercial actually aired and I I literally never saw it. So they were probably like this bitch who could lift a couch ruined our commercial and it's, it's <laughs> so like you know what? we actually have to cancel it because this girl I feel like now really is the perfect time to get into film because again, another one of my friends says that you know, if they're yes, like do the self submissions and then if they book the commercial i mean uh, this was you know a couple months ago but they would send you the filming equipment and you'd have to set it up and film it yourself but you would get paid a lot of extra money to do it Mm -hmm. on top of what you'd already be making for the commercial so i do feel like now is like a good time and you can always take classes and i you know i mean you're just absolutely gorgeous i think you have such a good like you know you could totally do it in like a heartbeat you're so Do sweet. It, I love you yeah, so much. Like, I, it, yeah. 
I now's I think, the time. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a lot of submitting at home anyway for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be the way things go. Um, with because I had a couple submissions in COVID, which was just super bizarre. You know, because you're like, is this going to even happen? You know, and it did make me realize I'm like, I need to get a setup for home because mm-hmm. my setup consists of stacking my chairs on top of my kitchen table with books and placing my phone at the very top and like trying to get a cute angle and yeah, it's like princess in the pea just doing a fucking <laughs> <laughs> and like trying to like open all the blinds and i'm like just just get a ring light bitch like just do it okay yeah, yeah right? <laughs> my roommate got a ring light and it's like a huge ring light and she got it for self-tapes and the other day she had a boy over and he was like oh you have a ring light and she was like yeah my roommate uses it for his tiktoks <laughs> She was like, I don't know why I didn't just tell him it was for myself tapes. Like, I just felt self-conscious. No, no. We all need a ring light now. Who knows? Who knows what you need it for? Like, yeah. selfies, FaceTimes, Zoom calls. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, no, I think... And you, Jamie, you were going to come out here to do something, right? Yeah, so I Or was you a, were doing your show. Yeah, I was a part of this... Um, show that it's in the beginning stages um and it was gonna workshop in LA and I it was in talks that I would go out there with it um but I I mean I don't think it's happening you know anymore Not right now. like really sucks too because he was just gonna take a couple people from New York, but mainly audition in LA. And I was like, great, I know so many actor friends out there who like do musical theater. And like, that would have been like, because I don't, I've never been to LA. I haven't been out there and I, you know, haven't seen you in a while. It would have just been so fun. I have so many friends out there and I would just love to go out there, you know, with a purpose. And yeah, it really sucks. I was really looking forward to that. Well, it's still going to happen. It's just, it's, it's on pause. It's on pause. On pause. And yeah. you guys we are going to come out here at some point. You have to come you out and what? visit. I have been – here's here's the real tea is that, <gasps> you know, who knows how long – I mean, we've been talking about this for, like, a while. Like, who knows how long we're going to be in New York at this point. It's, like, like there are so many options, and, like, especially with COVID oh. and the industry literally dying and the current political climate – there are so many options and like right now it's like i mean they just announced that broadway isn't coming back till maybe june of 2021 and that is a maybe what if it extends who knows so it's like i mean not that i've been like actively trying to be on broadway but like you know the reason that i moved here was for that purpose and it's like if that's not here you know i can i can do the job that i'm doing right now anywhere in the world whether it's Chicago or LA or London. <laughs> Who knows? But like, yeah, like you don't have to have roots in one place. Yeah. Like, like you're not a tree. You could easily like go. I'm ahead not and, a tree. Like you could easily put down roots anywhere and be easily moved up. But I do want to bring this up, Kristen. You're very political on Instagram, and that's something political. that I love about you. <laughs> and I live me. for your Instagram stories. Yeah, like like what inspires you to be very political on social media. Well, I, since I grew up in Indiana, um, and Speedy, you can, Speedy. Speedy! I love that. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Um, CJ, you can speak to this. Um, being from the Midwest, 
Um, and even even living in Arizona too, like I mean, yeah. I mean anywhere. So I have a lot of very conservative family members, and it's one of those things where, as we all know, it's really hard to talk to our family members without getting into a fight, making it, you know, making it productive. Um, and just with everything that happened, especially during COVID with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, I just, I just like, like more so than ever in the last four years, I was like, this cannot happen again. Like this can't happen. And, and sometimes I feel silly because I do post a lot on Insta stories, but I do post on Facebook too, because I know my family members are going to read it. And and for me, that's like my one way in because they just have kind of stopped listening. So I'm like, if I could put something online that maybe they just glance at and they're like, think for one second, oh, that makes sense. You know, I'm going to do it. And frankly, I've just lost all shame. And I'm like, this is how I feel. And if you don't, if you are going to at me about these things, you can go. Like, I, I just, I have no more shits to give. So. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And that's how yeah. we should be feeling because it's, it's, it's come to the point where it's, it's not about like dollar signs anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's not an excuse. Um, it's you can't it's literally be, life or death. Yeah. You can't be fiscally conservative and socially liberal anymore. Like that's a, just like a stupid, no. a stupid, 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 shameful thing to be. It's about human rights and people now. And so good for you for yeah. like speaking up about it and being like, even if I change one person's mind or at least have them think about it. Have them read it. Just yeah. a, And I think that's, yeah, I love that you do that. I, that's something that I love so much about you. You are political on Instagram and you also do book reviews. And I oh, live for your book reviews. I live for them. I live for them. I live for them. She takes a picture of the book and then gives her thoughts on it. They're so it. funny. Sometimes she, you're like, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this She's book. Like, honestly, I would recommend it, but if you want to read it, it's fine. <laughs> then other times you're like, poetry. It was a quickie. Your poetry. Like, you love it. And I love it so much. I, I honestly, knowing that, like, I stopped for a while and then you were like, please bring them back. It brought me so much joy because I was like, are these annoying? I was like, should I stop? Like, is this something we need right now? Like, on stories. But um, I do have to say, um, Jamie, I am about 150 pages into 112263. Do you love it? I love it by Stephen King, if anybody's interested. I told you. So I, so I couldn't find, so that was my, so, okay, let me give you some context. Kristen and I have been doing a little mini book club or the Finer Things Club for all my office fans out there. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been doing like a little mini book club <laughs> and we no read, we read, you didn't know this. <laughs> no clue oh. you guys were doing this. Good. I'm glad you're going to um, Yeah. Thanks for including me. Um, you would never I, have read recent. Recent. It's recent. It is oh, recent. I, only, no, I would not agree to it either. So thank <laughs> we you. Read, we read The Kite Runner together for their first book because we each had that is that a movie yeah would not recommend who is who is in it i don't know was it cameron diaz absolutely no no (laughs) um 
Yeah. It's, yeah so, then, so then we were like, okay, like, what should our next book be? You said that you had gotten 11, 22, 63. I had already read that book, so I can have a conversation about it. And I was like, well, why don't you suggest something for me? And then we can read each other's suggestions. And so her suggestions for me were the Lord of the Rings books. I've never seen any of the movies. I've never read any of the books. So I had to, I couldn't find them anywhere. So I had to order them online. So I'm reading this other book right now. While I'm waiting for them to come. It's called Girl, Woman, Other. It was written <gasps> last year. It's part of the I've Obama Book Club. And it's about fierce black women living in London. And I am fully enthralled. I want to be a fierce black woman living in London. Me too. It is... Kristen, it's so good. Like, I wish I like, had picked a different book to read because I wish we could read that one together. Is it, like, fiction? Oh. Yes, but it's also, like, different women's perspectives of the same event. So, like, it starts with, like, this uh, lesbian woman who, like, who wrote the show and has a daughter. And then it's the point of view from her daughter who's straight. And then it's her partner. And then this other one is, like, this fierce black woman who, like, beat the odds and, like, works at this bank now. And it is so fierce. One woman who, I like, escaped. I feel a Netflix show coming on. Oh, it is so. Ryan Murphy's producing it. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's such a good book. It's it's that. on my library wait list. Um, okay. I, oh, sh- well, I'm okay, sorry. CJ, I saw you. Oh, my God, no, no. I saw you given face at Lord of the Rings, and I just want to say – I had not I had not read them until COVID and Sean loves them obsessed. We did another book club with our friends with Lord of the Rings. And I was the same way. I was like, okay, like I'm not interested in elves, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um but God, yes, good job. Oh, I was about to be um, like, that's Star Trek. <laughs> Or is that Star Wars? <laughs> but I've never seen those either. So I don't know. Yeah, hey, Jamie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> But I know. My, dad, my dad is the biggest nerd on this planet. I know a character from Lord oh, of the Rings. I know Angus. Listen, I know a character. Isn't it Gandalf? I don't yes. know. Yes. Gandalf the Great? Is no, there also Gandalf, a Gandalf, Gandalf the, the White? Gray. Oh. The yeah, white. Gandalf the Great. Oh, yes. Wait, isn't it the White? Yes. I don't want to give anything away. Oh, oh, yeah, don't, tell right, anything. Bitch. don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. That did not okay. age well, but continue. <laughs> It did not. It did not. Um, but it is it. I loved it. It was beautiful. I cried at the end. Um, and it's just very hopeful for these times. And that's all I have to say. But don't you but, also like, don't you like Star Wars? I do like Star Wars. I'm not like a super fan, but I think they're really fun. Like, see, I don't know. that's not I think that I'm not seen. I'm not a Star Wars Star Trek Lord of the Rings gal. Have you tried? I've watched some of the movies. Here's a fun fact about my life. Ready? Yeah. Tell me. My dad is obsessed with Star Wars. Obsessed. Oh. I went to every single movie premiere of Star Wars that came out while I was alive, because obviously uh-huh. other ones did not. Um, or right. at least when I was very young. And we went to all of those movie premieres and were allowed to skip school the next day. So that we could, which Bert. was cool. I know, Bert. And yeah, he did not have a Bud Light with ice that night. He was feeling, <laughs> he was feeling lucid. And he was like, or, so we went to all those movie premieres and also Star Trek and also Lord of the Rings. So I have seen a lot of them. So I think in my life, I have given them a very fair chance in my heart, but I don't think I can open up any more. 
to allow them in. That's fair. Because yeah. they're just so ingrained in like my childhood that I'm like, okay, I can't. Yeah, anymore. I don't know anything about them. Never seen the movies, nothing. So this is this will this will be new for me. So I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so glad you're liking Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three though. It's beautiful, right? It's so good. And I and did you watch the Hulu show? I watched I'm the interested. first couple of episodes. It was so different from the books that I oh. was like, and like different characters. And Stephen King explains why he had to add these characters, which I'm like, okay, I get it. But it was like so different. And then I kind of just like lost interest and never finished because I just, mm. I loved the book so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's when, when there's a good book, like I read... I read the other Bolin girl. Did you ever read that? Oh no, no, no what I've heard. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. The book is amazing. And then I watched the movie, and it was laughable. I was like, Ooh. "Who greenlit this?" Like, and it had stars. It had Natalie. It had yeah. Scarlett, and it was so. I feel the same way. Like, I'm very hesitant to watch a movie after reading yeah. a book. But read the book. I yeah. I don't think I recommend the TV series. Okay. Okay. <laughs> guys i mean so much we miss you we miss you so much we it sucks that like we can't even at least like visit like that's like the thing that like hurts is that it's like we're allowed to live on separate sides of the country that's okay but can't we at least visit each other i know i know and that was always the possibility before covid with friends it was like at any moment if i want to i could go fly out and see you and now we don't even have the option but um i have a question for you guys because i know you i I don't want to like open any can of worms or anything but um you were saying you were like we don't know how long we're going to be in new york i know jamie at one point you said like I'm living and dying in New York. Like New York is my place. Um, where would you guys go? When is it even a thought? We just talked about this actually. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep it like pretty brief because we like just had this discussion, but on like a different episode. But I oh, gotcha. straight up was like, we're, we're talking about obviously. I still want to live and die in New York. I love it here so much. I was born here. My people are here. You know family came over on Ellis Island like I want to be here but I don't think I can stand another Trump presidency my sister and I talked a couple weeks ago about like moving to London and going to school out there I would major in literature and she would major in fashion and I would pick up and you know it would have to be like an English-speaking country just solely for the fact that like I I'm not very good at learning languages. It's very hard for me. So. Spain was hard. Spain. I mean, no, you were good though. You, Thank you. really took the time to try to teach yourself <laughs> Spanish. I tried so hard. I did not understand anything. Well, if you don't have like any sort of, I took three ed- years of Spanish. Oh. And I still and I, I like. So never mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I would pick up, go to London, but like, and I mean, we talk about this on Jay's episode too. I'm, like, holding this as I know, you've been doing this, like, you're, like, recording your single. I know. And I love it. We talked about this on Jay's episode, too, is that even the Democratic Party here is conservative most elsewhere. So it's, like, I don't really know what the point of living here is if they're going to treat us like little test rats. Yeah. Like, 
don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I feel that way too. I mean, like uh, my, my heart has like always wanted to live abroad at some point, whether it be, my options really would be like London or Spain. Um, My family's from Hungary, so I think it'd be really cool to live there, but the language is like the hardest thing to learn on the planet. So like, who knows if I'd be able to do that, but I've always wanted to do that. But I mean, like even just, and that's like based off like the political climate, but even, you know, like I said, I moved here to pursue musical theater and I'm not really doing that anymore. So it's like, I can really live wherever I want to. And I think it would be cool to try Chicago or LA or even honestly, just like, you know, how much I die for Colorado, like Denver or like something like that. And like, yeah, Seattle, who knows? I mean, literally anywhere. And like, my whole thing is like, if there's an opportunity that's going to take me there, I'm, I'm going to take it. So I'm not like actively looking to leave New York because I I live here because I love it, not because of why I moved here. And because, like, essentially my family, like, my chosen family is all here. So, like, why would I leave? Mm-hmm. But if if there was a reason for me to leave, I would do it. Um, right. I, I wouldn't right. feel like, oh, but I have to stay here because I have to audition. Man, like, oh I'm, like, I'm like, no, if I got a job somewhere else, I'd be like, okay, I love you all. Come visit me. Bye. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's it's not, like, on the – I'm definitely going to commit myself to at least, like, two or three more years either way. But yeah. What's your headspace on that? Well, it's it's interesting because if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, um, Sean and I always had a plan to move to Colorado. Like, oh. whether it's up to – I know. we're. I'm obsessed. Like, every time we go, I'm like, this is like like – I've never felt my soul connect someplace until like I first got there and like saw the mountains and, um, and yeah, a couple years ago I would have been like, you know, give us like 10 years we're moving, you know, no matter what. And I still think I want to end up there like down the line, but you're right. Like we have like a group of friends now, which is awesome because when we first got here, we knew no one. Um, and like Sean's, Sean's doing so well in his work that it's right. like, which is so awesome. And, um, and like, again, for me, like when theater does come back, I know that I can do theater anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, cause I'm not like, I'm not trying to like pick up and move again. I would love to be on Broadway, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna move to New York at this point, you know? So for me, I just want to do theater. So it's like, I know there's theater in Colorado, you know? So so I don't know, but we really do love it here. Like I, I always tell people, I'm like, I keep waiting to hate it, and I don't. So, yeah. so there you go. No, but definitely. I think it's because we, it feels like Colorado in a way. Like it's like we have like mountains, but they're smaller, and like we have like a nice the nice weather, and we have the beach and stuff. So it's not it's not terrible, right. which is great. <laughs> what a way to this, sell it. <laughs> no, totally. I also have this like weird like burning desire to like at some point live closer to my family like not Mm. which is weird I've never felt that way but for some reason like it would be nice to like at least like drive like four hours instead of you know get on a flight that will cost six hundred dollars so it's it's just like one of those things where I'm like at some point this is something that I want um yeah but at the same time I'm like kill me if I ever move back to Cincinnati you know what I mean (sighs) I know it's hard because especially after meeting my baby nephew who I'm like obsessed with and and it's just so funny because like like I nanny for a while and I'm like 
I'll take care of your baby, but at five o'clock, I'm handing it back. I'm done. Like, but when it's your own family, you're immediately like, I get why people post a zillion pictures of their oh, nieces and nephews because you just love them. Yeah. I have by by 2021, the first month of 2021, I will have five nieces and <laughs> one nephew. And when I tell you that I am addicted to literally every single one, I am addicted to literally every single one. I'm obsessed. I'm 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 deep into uncle mode. So the need to see them every second of my life is strong. (laughs) I'm like, I have to hold you. (laughs) You'll you'll figure it out. Like you got like a small taste of that little baby nephew, and you will want it for the rest of your life. You will want it forever. And, And I'm like. It's like I'm already thinking about. I'm like, how can I make you like the biggest feminist like oh, in yeah. the whole yes. world? Like, I'm like, oh, how I can I, <laughs> how can I just expose you to everything and just yeah, I'm I can't I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Do you have any imparting words that you want to leave with our fans? Just like vote bitches, like <laughs> yes, vote. Like I know it. I sometimes I think about how much everyone is posting about voting, but I'm like, I know there's one person there that doesn't have a plan, and the day is gonna go by, and they're gonna get off work, and they're gonna be like, I forgot to vote, and I just want everyone to make a plan, and honestly, vote blue. If you're gonna vote red, just don't. It's fine. Like yeah, we don't, we, yeah, you know, we don't need red, it. Don't just don't it's fine you go to work you know hang out like um also like self-care every day you know just like live your beautiful lives like we'll get through this together and don't believe the hate like just keep fighting and this turned into like a really like <laughs> no i love it Tell i the love it this is the yoga teacher Tell in you. the shirley's yes those are kristen's like... fans shirley's Shirley's, my Shirley's, oh, my Shirley's, my Cheryl's, my Shugs, we got them all. Um, yes. and, and um, and yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much. I literally for, cannot love you. We love you so Kristen much. has my favorite quote of all time on this planet. This summer that we spent <laughs> together, she said, and I quote: "We can either be drunk this summer, or we can be fat, but we can't afford to be both." We chose we drunk. Yeah. We did chose we did, we cho- we chose drunk, and I would we like chose to, you know, drunk. Like COVID. I have chosen both. <laughs> I have chosen both, and um, I would say though our Grand Lake summer, I was definitely hitting up Derek King often. So I I think I teeter I, I teetered you on heard both. Right. <laughs> Derek King, King, not Queen. It was Derek King, not the Queen, the King. They closed at like um, nine p.m. It was so annoying. tragic. Um, just sprinting to get some jalapeno poppers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and how can we follow you on social media? Um, my Instagram handle is Kristen M O C. You can also follow my dog's Instagram, yes! which is <laughs> which is Sammy the Good Doggo. He is the cutest little mini golden retriever you've ever seen. Um, and follow. I'm just gonna push everyone. Where you can follow my husband at at Sean Pack Music. He is here for all your composer needs. So <laughs> he's so good. I love that. 
You can also email us at drinkwinespilledtea at gmail.com or you can follow us on any of our social media platforms. Our Instagram is at drinkwine underscore spill tea and our Twitter is at drinkwinespilledtea with the letter T, not the word. Also, don't be afraid to give us a little rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. A little subscribe scribe Swipe right. So much. Honestly, <laughs> with guys. that... Shirley, Kristen. Cheryl... We miss you so much. And th- I cannot thank you. Thank you so much for being on this. This was so special. What a little reminiscent educational experience. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay sane. Mwah. Mwah. I love you. Mwah. 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 Yeah.